Welcome in to another edition of the Rad Dad Podcast. Zach, Joe, you're here with you. Gentlemen, uh, I don't know about you, I am absolutely dialed in to Detroit Mercy and Youngstown State right now. As uh, I'm sure you all are aware, uh, Antoine Davis is now six points away from breaking the all-time scoring record in college basketball. Yeah, he's only going to do it in five years, right? Whereas uh, Pete did it in three. And Pistol Pete did it with how many three-pointers? Zero. That would be zero. Zero, which honestly might be the most mind-blowing statistic in sports. I feel like Press was running like the Paul Westfall offense before Paul even thought of it. Yeah, also imagine not only if Pete Maravich played four years or if he was, you know, had an extra year of eligibility and also imagine if he didn't hate his father who was his coach how much better he could have played. Very true. Now, maybe that gave him the edge. Maybe that was like the mean streak where he was like, fuck you, dad, I'm going to score so many points. Um, that was just, he had, he had to play basketball at LSU, so he's mad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, who can blame him? Um, yeah, we got three minutes. Well, I guess a little under four minutes left in this game. Detroit Mercy. Oh, this is Horizon League quarterfinals. See, I love this, man. This is when March just gets so wacky where it's like, you still got other teams that have... Uh, you know, haven't even started conference tournaments yet. Horizon's like, man, we, we ain't got time for that. We're in the quarterfinals on on March 2nd. So, um, 8C Detroit Mercy up 63-60 on the one seed Youngstown State. The uh, the Gwens um, are fighting here. Which, by the way, brilliant court that Youngstown State has. I normally would hate on, like, the back oh, court. But it's got the background, like the little shadow, is the penguin. Okay, I, I need to see. You're talking about mid at half court. Yeah, like this. So instead of like having like a a cityscape, because I'm sure there's not a cityscape of Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> they've got they've got the penguin. Oh yeah, just a big ass penguin. <laughs> Ooh, offensive foul. Uh oh. All right. Um. So I I. Kicked it off with that just because it's currently happening. And that'd be, I know it's five years to do it when Pete Maravich did it in three. Obviously, Pete Maravich, the uh, single season points per game record will never be broken. Um, The pistol. uh, 44.2 points per game. Um, Johnny Newman got close, right? In terms of like points per game. Uh, I'm not sure. Hold on. So the offensive foul is on Antoine Davis. I can't tell if it's a timeout or he fouled out. Oh, they're reviewing it. Okay. I was going to say, man, that's a tough scene if he fouls out. But three and a half left to go and he's six points away. Um, Johnny, Johnny Newman. One of the, one of the goats from, uh, from Memphis. Johnny Newman scored. The man who built the tad pad. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> like, he he did. Uh, Joe will probably know it. Do you know where he went to high school? I was just thinking that. I'm not sure. He was a... Any guesses? I would... My top three guesses would be Treadwell, Central... And 
the high school. I'm not even sure what my other guess would be. He was, in fact, a Wolverine at Overton High School. Overton High School. Okay, shout out yeah. to uh, – I got a cousin that went to Overton High School. Probably one of the cooler things I remember, Central, which was affectionately known as the high school back in the day when they just ran things. And I still love how – I'm pretty sure to this day they still have the uh, the helmet logo for football. It's just an H. Yeah, it's just the H on the helmet because Major Wright was wearing that this year, I noticed. It's pretty cool. Um, I know Johnny Newman, his, I think it was his sophomore year. He, uh, yeah. Hold up the Wikipedia. Yeah, sophomore year, he averaged 40.1 points per game. Not close. Dropped 63 against LSU and 60 against Baylor. Jesus. Um, let me see if I can find total. They don't have it on his Wikipedia, so I don't think he got close. Just because Pistol Pete was just on another level. Yeah. Um, college stats. Got it against Baylor. Baptist only played defense on the dance floor. <laughs> no offense. Danny Got Bob, him. Who's listening? Uh, I guess Sports Reference only has one year listed. Huh. Could this have no? Because Pistol Pete was playing. I was gonna like, is this like one of those where like he only played one year of varsity? Let's go all time leading scores NCAA basketball. Uh. So Pistol Pete is obviously number one. Antoine Davis is number two, who's currently trying to break it. Um, and then you've got third was Freeman Williams from Portland State. Chris Clemens at Campbell was number four. Go Camels. Go Camels. Um, yeah, I'm not. Okay, here we go. Maybe Newman just had that one year, like 40 points. <sighs> yeah, I. Alfonso Ford, Mississippi Valley, was, is number six all time. Jesus. Uh, yeah, there's a guy from LaSalle at five. Doug McDermott at seven. Oh. Um, yeah, I just don't think Johnny Newman. Because remember, he went pro after his sophomore year. Ah. I should I should have I should have remembered that. That Oscar Robertson, the Big O at number twelve. Legit. What a guy. Um. All right, so I let off with some, you know, somewhat potential breaking news because it's on right now. Uh, let's get back to the uh, the docket here. This one we got to go to just because of the proximity and the fanhood here, but became a national story. Um, it's got to just be laughable at this point. What in the world are Ja Morant's parents doing? Why are they trying to just derail his NBA career? I mean... I would just say, I mean, the Washington Post, you know, obviously fake news, you know, just uh, according according to Jaws' lawyer, it's all defamatory. He's going to sue, you know, all this stuff. So the story that I heard from a pretty reputable source in Memphis was that it was a pickup game and this kid like ran up on him in the gym 
And John Morant, you know, has his his folks with him. He's got his buddies that are large individuals. They told the kid, like, hey, chill out, playing basketball. And then I heard Zach, please. (laughs) Then I heard after when Ja was like going to his car, tried to jump him. And then this was what I was told was that the kid, you know, basically, you know, become the famous saying, you know, fucked around and found out. So tried to I mean, run that, up on that's him. what that's what they're claiming. Mean, John, his lawyer, both basically claim self-defense, which I mean, that would be the only thing that could, you know, validate yeah. that story would be that. But yeah, like I don't I don't buy the like gun thing. No, like I don't I never heard that. I just heard it was just a dude that was pissed off after, you know, probably either getting dunked on or embarrassed or something and tried to, you know, fight an NBA player, which first of all is very dumb. Um, I mean, first and foremost, you know that Ja shows up at the gym with like, you know, four or five guys with him. And I mean, what, what, what's the end game there? You maybe you punch him once and then you get just flattened to the floor. Yeah. And I want to say that within that same report, it mentioned that the the kid's mom has sued Shelby County Schools and had it thrown out and sued the Memphis Fire Department and had it thrown out. So, yeah, she might just be looking for a little bit of a payoff there. Also, I want yeah, to find like, like a whole like is. two seconds of fame type situation. I mean, yeah. I, I would believe it's believable that Ja probably put himself in a situation he shouldn't have been in. Correct. But when it comes to the whole gun thing, and I know he's young, but surely he's got people that are telling him not to be this stupid. Yeah. Like all the the excessive stuff as far as the threats and the security guard and all this kind of stuff at the finish line, all that shit. Like, surely yeah. he's not stepping overboard. Surely he's got people in his corner that are at least trying to counsel or – you got to have somebody like that, you know. That's what. Who was that? Um, Chris Carter uh, at the draft expo one day. He told all the kids, "He's like, you got to have a fall guy. You got to have somebody that goes on there, and either takes the fall or tells you when to stop." Yeah, but they had just just be like Jared and just don't get like don't have anything written about you outside of basketball whatsoever. It, yeah, I mean, okay, I. I said this, and then I actually saw uh, Michael Felder at In the Bleachers tweeted like literally exact same thing. When I first saw it, I text, I think I text our group text or somebody. Yeah. And I was like, why is she going to finish line when her son is literally a Nike athlete? Makes no sense. Literally just ask your son like, hey, can I get X shoes? I mean, literally, he could probably just text someone. Maybe she's uh, maybe she's an Adidas fan. <laughs> well, therein lies the problem, if we're being honest. But Adidas, very problematic uh, founders there. Remember what's and, and, re- and recent ones. spokespeople? <laughs> yeah, Adidas and Puma, um, bad dudes, certified Nazis. Um, I I talked to. I talked about this when it happened, the whole Shannon Sharp thing on another podcast. Like, dude, Jaws dad just needs to relax. 
Like stop trying to live through your son and do this whole like, well, I'm famous now too, so I'm going to act a fool at a basketball game. Because first of all, it's a distraction. Second, you look stupid. Third, okay, you're not fighting Shannon Sharp because he is five times your size. And just ran roided out beyond belief. Uh, yeah. And four, like, dude, you're, your son's a grown-up. He can take care of himself. Also, Steven Adams is standing right there. So if anything happens, he's going to take care of it. It's just, uh, I mean, then you had the whole laser pointer incident. Like, man, somebody like, I don't know who Jaws manager or publicist has got to have some, got to have some, uh, some tough conversations with some people to tell them to relax. Well, and also, and, and either of you guys can correct me if I'm wrong about this. I'm from the state of Mississippi and Josh from the state of South Carolina. And I look at the state of South Carolina as very similar to the state of Mississippi. I also looked at where like Josh from in the state of South Carolina. And it doesn't seem like some like tough place. Like it's not, you know, it's not the, it's not Detroit, it's not Camden, it's not it's it's like a town in South Carolina. Like, calm down, dude. Like, you're a great basketball player. Like, just be that. It's fine. Like, you don't have to be tough. It's perfectly fine. You've got enforcers on the team there for you. Just be who you are. I think I think having that persona and talking and you know talking shit and all that kind of stuff on the basketball court that's one thing. If you do that, like people like that. But when you're having these issues off the court, now you look like a whole different animal. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like his dad, that whole thing. It was like the first like year and two year or two that was funny and like it was like oh it's cool like his dad blah blah blah. But now you get all these altercations. Like how do you? If I'm Ja, I don't know how you. One say if to hit to his boys and to his dad like if y'all are going to come sit courtside and watch me play i said like get that shit in check because there's no way you're doing any kind of any benefit to what's yeah. going on i just don't get it well let me tell you jaw's gonna need a call from that there's one person that's gonna call job that's gonna like straighten things out and we'll put everything on the straight and arrow and that is uh I think one Mr. Phil Knight is going to give a little call to somebody and say, Hey, bud, we, uh, yep. Yep. We just put out your first shoe and, uh, you will never have a second shoe. Um, unless you, uh, you go ahead and, and fit what we want you to fit into. And Powerade is probably just sitting there going awesome. What time and then, we got? And then with Phil Knight, like it, it doesn't matter like what you actually are. Like you will not screw up. Like, I mean, think about it. Like they, like, Tiger did all he did and just had to go to the ends of the earth to hide who he actually was because, you know, Nike was sitting there going, if something comes out, like, we're we're done, man. And that's Tiger Woods, and everybody dropped him like a fly. Yeah, exactly. You know? So. but Well, and, like, you know, Tiger and Phil are, like, I mean, they're tight. Like, it was – I think we might have talked about this. Uh, I can't remember. I, I read Shoe Dog, which I highly recommend, by the way. I can't remember if it was Tiger or MJ was the first to call 
Phil Knight after his son passed away. But like both Michael Jordan and Tiger are like sons to Phil Knight. Yeah. Like when when, when Tiger and Phil, I said I thought you were talking about Phil Mickelson because that's just what I associate. No. And I was like, what does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Not tight at all. Uh, Yeah, like, like when when Michael Jordan, like for Michael Jordan, uh, for his dad's funeral, like he, like Phil Knight had a reserved seat on the front row with like Michael Jordan's family. Um, and yeah, like I mean him, like I mean Tiger, you know, it's like Tiger, Michael Jordan. Um, I mean those are like the probably the two biggest Nike athletes ever. Um, and then LeBron's right there. So yeah, Joe nailed it. When, when you get a call, which I don't know if it, if it's saved in his, fo- in his phone, which honestly, I don't even know if Phil Knight has a cell phone. Like he's, he's, he's that rich where he doesn't have yeah. a cell phone. <laughs> he's got a person. <laughs> it's like Elton John. Elton John doesn't have a cell phone. He just has somebody that's always with him. Then he just uses that person's phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get a call from, from uncle Phil. And yeah, you better act right. Cause sure, Ja can get another shoe deal from somebody, but look, you're with the most recognizable brand in the world. I mean, you're set. Yeah. All you gotta do is just stay out of trouble. Um well, it's it's one of those things too. I mean, he's he's I mean he's twenty-three, right? I mean, I was pretty stupid at twenty-three. But at the same time, you know. There are other 23, 24 year olds around the league that have handled their stuff and have stayed out of the spotlight and have just been whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, reach out to those guys and say, hey, man, hey, Dame, what'd you do? You know, you know, how'd you, how'd you kind of get through the, the explosion of popularity? You know, ask these guys questions like, the NBA seems like a pretty tight fraternity to me. And I can't believe that if he reached out to somebody, they wouldn't answer back and say, well, this is what I did. And to me, like, that's the thing, like, just, you know, have the, have the want to reach out and see what these guys did and see how they handled it. And that way you can get ahead of it and not be the, you know, (laughs) the, which and, and shout out to Memphis, not be the 24 year old Zach Randolph that then has to rehab your career for the last, you know, 10 years that you're in the NBA. Don't do yeah. that. Get ahead of it. But at the same time, so think about his situation. I'm surprised this hadn't been talked about. One, he has the, the oldest veteran, like on his team, is 29 year old Stephen Adams. Yeah. Yeah. His owner, is I don't know if he's still in his 30s, but if he's not, he's still young if he's in his 40s. And also very hands-off, like not like a hands-on owner either. He is, but at my point, so you have 35-year-old Zach Kleiman, and you have 30-something-year-old Taylor Jenkins. Who yeah. do you have that is, that is one, comfortable enough, or two, can make any kind of a difference getting through to him that's surrounded by him? And his dad is living in his shadow, like – yeah. He has nothing. He has, he has, there has to be a veteran, but if I'm a veteran, hell, he's coming on the scene so fast. Like, I know it's a tight fraternity, but like, maybe they're just like <laughs> going forth then. Well, that's where a guy like, I mean, I mean, is I mean, Robert Pear going to step up? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, I know that it, it, 
wouldn't have happened. But I mean, that that would have been the nice thing about you know like Conley, if if Conley could come back to the team or something like that, where you've just got some some guidance there, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you're even you're even a hard ass coach. Like, I mean, Lionel, Lionel back in the day just would have he wouldn't have dealt with it. Like, he wasn't a player's coach, and he just, I mean, honestly, he probably would have benched him at some point in time, and that would have pissed everybody off. But he would have done it. I mean, are there any old Grizzlies that are still around? I, mean, I guess they don't have to be around; like, they could just call him. But yeah, like a Tony Allen or. Mark Gasol or a Shane Battier or somebody just, you know, hey, man, like you got the talent think, to be in the league Zach, for a long time. Like you need to Zach buckle down. Still around. Uh, yeah. Tony's still around, but Tony hadn't, once that whole like insurance stuff went yeah. around last year, like he has yeah. not, you ain't seen him. You've seen him at a game maybe, but like he has not been on the radio. He ain't nah. shown his face. Like it's been. What insurance? They defrauded, was, uh, they defrauded uh, the, the compensation fund for the players, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Um, but here's the thing. Winning solves everything. So you beat the Nuggets on Friday, and nobody's going to give a shit. So just do that, and you're good to go. Well, I think all this stuff happened a while ago, too, but it was like if they're getting the ducks in a row, they're doing this, they're doing that, now it's finally coming out. And hopefully, you know, sure enough, hopefully he's got his a reality check by then. Yeah. Especially if, after you go to Utah and they make that much of a spectacle out of you. Yeah. Like, that's when that, that was set in for me, you know, because yeah, it's funny though, because like, me to John Morant, but well, it's Nike put this spectacle behind him with like the mountain and all that stuff. But then, and it kind of goes to the point of our people reaching out to him. It's not like he got shown respect in the game. Like, there was never this all process of, well, he's going to be a guy that gets some run in the game at all. That's what what kind of upset me about the game was, like, that whole weekend, to me, was like, this is ja, ja, ja. But also, Jason Tatum got a shoe, and Jason Tatum can shoot anywhere from the floor, and that's all the all-star game is. Yeah. You know, well, it's like shots, you know, where he can dunk yeah. and do fast break and stuff like that. But there's there there was probably four or five times him and Jaron both probably could have beat someone's shit off the backboard, but they didn't do it because you can't do that. You can't play any defense. You know, I well, we talked about it on on our show. You know, the All Star Game essentially becomes who wants to be a ball hog in this game is who right. gets MVP. Like that's, I mean, what what did he score? He broke the record. 55. something, right? Yeah, there's no reason for a guy to score 55 in an all-star game. Pete Rose wouldn't stand for that. <laughs> uh, speaking of points, while we were ranting about Jaws' family. He didn't get it. Um, Antoine Davis did not get it done. Three points shy. Three but listen to this. Shy, yeah. I'm assuming they're done because Detroit Mercy is, is bad. They're yeah, they're done. Oh, you're done they're, they're done for the year. Done, done. Antoine Davis, three points shy of what he needed to match his match Maravich's number and 2,699 points short of what he would have needed to eclipse his average for his career. That's insane. I, that, that is in, an impossible stat. Um, also, 
none of the top four scores in D1 history have played in an NCAA tournament. That's crazy. But, jeez. Also, also uh, if, if he didn't get it, that it'll never be broken. Because oh, nobody's yeah, going mean, to. I'm, no one's going to stay not, that long and be that effective. Knock on wood, COVID's not going to happen again. So there's not going to be an extra year like this and that. Like it's yeah. Hey, if we try hard enough, Joe, <laughs> trust me, trust me. Um, I'm sending, I'm sending Stan Marsh back over to China. Stan Marsh, Stan Darsh, <laughs> Stan Darsh. <laughs> Pizza, French fry. <laughs> um. All right, that's that's enough. But yeah, I mean, come on, like Ja, like, come on, buddy, like we're all rooting for you. Like, let's 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 reel it in a bit. Um, before we get into some dad and um, you know, some et, et cetera topics, let's stay in the NBA. Um, did you guys see this thing on first take with Jaja? Jaja, uh, ja, geez, Jaja boots. <laughs> That yeah, was a really jar, good jar. It's jar, was jar that a good jar jar. That was a really good jar jar Binks. Um, geez. Um, that's a dad for you right there, pulling out the voices. Um JJ Reddick calling out Kendrick Perkins because Kendrick Perkins, for whatever reason, is saying that um Nikola Jokic is uh padding stats, and that's why he's getting all these triple doubles. <laughs> And like JJ Redick, who honestly, probably one of the more respected media names in the NBA right now. I mean, his podcast is tremendous. Um, the old man in the three, I highly recommend it. Um, I mean, just a super, super intelligent guy that's a very high level basketball mind, but then he also just has like these great interviews with you know all the best players, past players, legends. Um, Super attractive. He he's a very handsome guy. Um, by the way, there was a clip that you you can look it up if you're listening to the show. Um, where he talked about his training schedule when he was like in the off season, and just talking about how he was so locked in and how just it eventually got to where, you know, after the fact he was like, yeah, I I should have known this wasn't sus- sustainable. But like, I mean, just like getting up at like five a.m. and just the day didn't end until, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock. Um yeah, there was a reason he was so damn good at shooting the basketball, but yeah. Like it it, it takes a little bit out of you. Yeah, right. He's his um, three point record in college. Does he have it? No, he does not. Who beat it? It's gonna be like Chris Lofton or somebody. Chris Lofton, baby. Yeah. Oh, of course you know that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> you know who broke JJ Reddick's scoring record in Virginia, though? Mac. Myers Leonard. McClung. Matt. McClung. And I would and I would just to 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 agree with JJ Reddick on this topic, which is kind of tough for me. Shout out Adam Morrison. Um it's I could you say the same thing about anybody that ever goes off for a ton of triple double? It's not like Russ didn't kind of stat pad his triple doubles. It's not like I mean look at Jody the night. Just to get that last speed. rebound that he called a timeout. And yeah, Taylor I mean, Jenkins said he was like, Yeah, he shouldn't have called that timeout. I apologize. Yeah, I mean there it's it's I mean it's fine. I mean 
you know, I'm sure if there's film of it, Oscar Robertson back in the day probably stat padded somehow. I don't know how he did it back in the 60s, but he probably did. Like, it is what it is. Like, these old heads just need to calm down, accept the fact that people are still good at basketball, and move on. At the same it's time, like, Ja ja cleared everybody out to get the last rebound or any of his rebounds. You know, yeah, he'll he'll fight for him early on, but Ja's also that last not. Was funny. That last one was uh, funny. It was funny, but it also, like, he's also not seven foot. Jokic probably by default is going to get the rebound anyway. Yeah. And he's a freak. He's just like, like Marcus all passed the ball. I mean, so you, know, I, you can't call him a step back, especially like JJ medic made that good point too. Like they win every one of those games. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah. Like, I, and, and again, like JJ Redick is a guy that talks to everybody. And I don't think that he's making it up. where like Jokic doesn't care. Like he, like I've heard other people talk about Jokic and how he's the guy that like will always try to make the right basketball play, and that's what JJ Redick said. Where he's like, man, if if he if he's there and he if it's going to be better for the team to make the extra pass, he's going to do it. Like it's I, I and I, I see now that that Kendrick Perkins responded and basically was like, well don't call me out if I'm not on TV there to defend myself. Like, okay, dude, that was like, very showy. Like relax. Let's do it um, in front of the camera. But he said, um, he did like some, some video on like social media. I'm assuming it was Instagram or Twitter. And he said, uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, but then at the end he said, I'm going to see you tomorrow with your little Elvis Presley looking ass. And boy, I'm coming right at you. Like what? Oh, don't, no, don't, don't cut me down and call me Elvis fucking Presley. <laughs> Like, oh no, you you, yeah, you you said I'm handsome. But yeah, like I don't and, and like I don't think this was like JJ Reddick trying to do some like gotcha moment with Kendrick no, Perkins. No, no. I think he's literally just like he's responding to some a take that he had. Yeah, like, like I, I think I mean JJ Reddick has probably talked to Jokic about this and he's like, nah, man, I'm just playing basketball. Yeah. Um but of Jokic course like did disrespect Laurie Marketing at the All Star draft. Who? He respect he disrespected Laurie Marketing at the All Star draft. It came do? down to it came down to them two, and uh, before LeBron, like they were all behind him doing the whole schoolyard draft, and before um, LeBron made the pick, Jokic stood up and just started walking over there and said, "Okay, I'm, I'm on your team." Well, he he said he didn't realize that Markkinen was still up there. That's racist. <laughs> also, and I, I will say this, just in terms of like stat padding triple doubles, there is only one true non-stat padded triple-double in my mind. And this is a deep cut, you know, deep, deep cuts only. Um, Kalara McFadden from University of Memphis, women's basketball, recorded a triple-double without scoring. Well, I got to tell you right now, she didn't score. That was That's a amazing. But it's, as um, far as – because and I'd forgotten about it, and then – uh, shout out Memphis women's basketball, like winners of eight in a row going into the uh, American tournament. Um, she's got like a, a picture up at Elmerone Fieldhouse and somebody tweeted the picture. And I was like, I remember that. And she got a triple double off of assists, rebounds and steals randomly. Hmm. You knew who had a quadruple That's crazy. double in men's basketball. Chris Law. Um, Lester to close, 
to close the book on this, Perkins then goes to imply that the NBA is racist because the only th- the only three time MVP winners are all white, which Jokic just is potentially going to be a three P MVP winner. Who are they? Bird. Nope. Um, it's West. Dirk and Steve Nash. Oh, Dirk and Steve Nash. Good lord. He said, "Quote: What do these? What do those guys have in common? I'll let it sit there and marinate. You think about it. When it comes down to moving the goalposts for certain individuals to win it again, is it Uchi Wally or is it One Mike? What song are we actually dancing to right now? Why is this subject not brought up? Like, come on, man. I mean, the thing is, like, Shaq should have won every MVP, like." Yeah, like, but I mean, people I think just kind of looked at it as it was too easy for them. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I mean, I'd have to go back and look to see to see how justified those. What he said. I mean, (laughs) I mean, the only thing they have in common is they're both Nazi. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't think the NBA is like, well, we're giving it to a white guy. Like, no, they're not doing that. Steve Nash is from Canada, so they were all non-American. That's true. That's a good point. Um, Does the NBA NBA hate America? I think they do. Could be. It's just ironic that it's here. Um, I also did see a tweet from JJ Reddick from yesterday that said, Perk just text me, bro, I don't have time to watch these videos. (laughs) 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 That's great. Uh (laughs) <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah, I I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, you know what, it gets people going. That's what it does. I, I hell, it could all be for show. No one knows what it means. One hundred percent for show. All right, um, let's get into some dad talk. Um, lawn care. I'm I'm interested to uh to hear y'all's take. Um, are we talking? Cutting our own grass. We got a push, self-propelled. What are we doing here? Oh, push. All right. What I mean, lawn do you have right now? You, you don't have a lawn right now, Joe. My life fell apart. I can't help that I don't have a lawn right now. <laughs> I'm working towards it. Hey, you know, hey, I'm, 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 I'm cutting, I paid I'm for. The, lawn uh, I paid for, I don't get to enjoy. My kids get to enjoy. I don't get to I'm enjoy it. The, uh, I'm cutting the roommate's lawn, you know. I'm, I'm about to do some, uh, some de-thatching. You know, get going into the spring, lay down some uh, pre-emergent uh, herbicide. You know, lay it. Now we're talking. Down. Um, and you know, get it get it going on the right path for the roommate. Get you a little triple yeah. thirteen, make that grass grow. You know what I mean? That's what you gotta do. I can't buy that anymore. I'm a list. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you cooking there, friend? But no, it's 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 funny. I think that one of the one of the benefits of me getting back to working at a golf course is I've got a guy there whose job it is to know how to grow grass, which is absolutely brilliant. So if I've got any questions, I go, Hey, Corey, this is my issue. How do I fix it? And to him, it's just second nature. Like this is what he studied. This is what he's done. And it's just the, the most valuable commodity you can have lucky thing about your life too is that you have my you know your brother who can also help you grow grass let me tell you oh nice michael 
and and away from the growing grass part of it. But Michael and shout out if he's listening to this, I've told him to, who knows if he is or not, but I don't think that man has cut grass for years. His fiance cuts the grass at their uh, house right now. What? And then I don't think he ever cut the grass at my mom's house. I think his fiance did too. <laughs> he does he claim allergies he does have I, I used to yell at him back in the day when he had like nose problems like allergy problems i used to like yell at him and like hit him and stuff so he does have like he does have those that'll show him but also he uh yeah he's been able to get out of it i don't know i don't know what it is that was that was how <clears throat> i got stuck with yard work growing up because my brother had allergies so he didn't have to cut grass or do leaves so I got stuck doing everything, which I don't mind doing. Like during the summer, like I mean, I'm a I'm a fairly hefty human being, and I feel like that's a decent way for me to like lose some water weight and get some exercise is to go out there and like you know like clear out a flower bed and mow the grass and weed eat and stuff like that. It's just that it's the the actual like it would be the actual horticulture horticultural part of it of like growing the grass and things like that is what i'm i'm having to mm. learn right now well see to me I, it's very therapeutic like i like as, as soon as i got addicted to adderall i would be, <laughs> be excited on the weekends to go cut grass you know because i'd get I'd, we had like this little what was it called like a black something mower got it from sam's club couldn't beat it you know you have this mower and then i've decided to invest in a an edco three-in-one edger weed eater and something else i never used either way once i learned how to edge with this sucker like it was awesome like it just i went right down the driveway around my concrete basketball goal all the way down the street and it was just therapeutic because you do it so fine and like you take pride in it and like you have your headphones in the entire time so you're listening to Limp Biscuit, obviously and getting after the grass and it's just kind of or a podcast or whatever but most time it was probably Limp Biscuit because I just cut the grass or feel like a badass Mm -hmm. I would mostly do um I did do a lot of podcasts. I got to where I would do either audiobooks or um Oh god, what was that podcast that was going through all the presidents? Um It was a great podcast. They would just run through all of the ten, uh every president's tenure. Um uh, American Elections uh Wicked Game. It was uh like airship or wandry studios one of those um but they would go through literally every election from start to to now um and those are fascinating but man i i'm right there with y'all we're like i'm cutting the grass was like my thing like that was what i like to do i like the yard to look good i'd cut it once a week i didn't want it to get too tall and if we would go out of town i would always have you know, one of the lawn care groups around town, I'd hit them up and say, Hey, like, we're going to be gone this week. You do me a solid, come by and, and knock it out for me and I'll pay you. And, you know, those, those types of companies, like they want, you know, 
a continued business. Like they want to, you know, keep you as a customer. Like they don't usually do the one-off stuff, but um, this particular group here in Nashville is great. And they would always hook me up and man, we get to the new house. I cut the grass. I think I cut it four different times. And like the last time I cut it, I could tell something was wrong. And I went and there's this little bitty shack that's over here in East Nashville. This dude, these two like Vietnam war vets that just sit outside of a shed and just rip heaters all day and just fix lawnmowers. And I took it there. And like the front end was like completely like just fucked. And one of the blades was bent and the guy was basically like, Hey man, like you'd probably be better off just buying a brand new mower than just getting it fixed. Like it would be cheaper. And so I still have a mower. Nashville small engines or something. Yeah. I I, I don't even remember what they're called, but, but the guy was like, yeah, like, you know, sure. You can get a new mower, but like, you know, that's, you know, that's going to be your better option than getting it fixed. Cause like, you're going to have to get like the whole front end, like redone a new blade, which blades aren't expensive, but like you want to get like the proper blade for the actual mower and, you know, Husqvarna are not, you know, they're not the cheapest mowers. Um, and man, it, it, you know, lucky enough to be in a place financially where it, we can make it work. But man, once I called those guys and I was like, Hey, can y'all come, can y'all throw me in the schedule for a couple months while I figure this out? And boy, oh boy, once they came in here and did it for a couple months and I was like, hmm, yeah, I'm just going to keep paying y'all to do it. Yeah, just um, a little humble brag. Yeah. Zach's rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, dual income. I can afford, I can afford lawnmower blades. Uh, yeah, the dual income thing helps. But but yeah, I mean, they do they do a great job. They come every week. Um, and then it's also kind of just worked out where we've we've used them a lot for landscaping. Um, like spring cleanup type stuff. Um, they come and do, you know, pre-emergence and, and all that stuff that you need to do. So it's just kind of good. But like, it, it is kind of a bummer because I did love cutting grass. Like, again, like y'all said, it's very, it's like your time. Like, that's how I am yeah. with golf. Where like, people are like, do you ever want your wife to come play golf with you? I'm like, no. Because first of all, she does not want to do it. But like, second of all, like, it's my time. Yeah, like that's when I escape, and like that's what cutting the grass was for me. Like I can get out there for about an hour, hour and a half, and nobody's bothering me. Do so I do kind, I do kind of miss it. Do you not worry about judgment from your neighbors when somebody else is cutting your grass? Oh, uh, no, because uh, our friends across the street, their teenage daughter cuts their grass, so they uh, they have that going for them. So they're not doing it really. Build location, um, location, location. And then, you know, like we live, uh, I think uh, the um, our neighbor to the left, he's a uh, he's a he's a homie. Um, he he cuts his grass um, and then everybody else pretty much. I feel like everybody else on the street um, next to us, like next door and then across the street next door to our friends are all uh, they all rent. So I don't think they handle their yard work either. Well, I remember as soon as like when I got separated and I moved out, like I remember my neighbor down the street called me. He said, Hey man, spring sure things all right. I said, What do you mean? He goes, Well, I just <laughs> Your yard looks somebody, like shit. Somebody over there cutting grass. <laughs> I said, Somebody's cutting my grass. Oh. 
He said, yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. Turns out it was the next door neighbor just being a nice guy. Okay. That's cool. Very cool. But was it though? That's <laughs> nice of him. Who can say? Or her. Who, who can say? Yeah. Who can say? I mean, I, I like the sentiment. Like, that's very nice. But I would honestly reach out to that person and be like, hey, man, like, I assume you're not here. Like, you mind if I cut the grass for you? Like, I don't mind. Like, I would probably go, like, ask. Ah, exactly. Because you don't know the situation. Unless you talk, unless you talk to her and was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, you can cut the grass. That's totally fine. <laughs> Let me sit out here and sip lemonade while you do sip, it. Sip lemonade and I just fade myself. Oh, I do declare. <laughs> Let me put on my best my best flapper skirt and sit here with my, my best, saddle su- shoes. My best su- sundress. It's like, ma'am, you're in Mississippi. Yeah. It's 97 degrees outside. Go put regular clothes on. You look like you go to St. Agnes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I... To each their own. Like, I'm not going to judge anyone for how they do their lawn or if they don't cut their own grass. Um, you could say that that's because I don't cut my own grass, but, like, there are some times where I do miss it. Now, I don't miss cutting grass when it's 105 outside and the humidity is, like, 90%. Don't miss that. What, See, what's I'm okay so- with being super – If I if I know I'm going to be super hot, like, it's fine. Like, I'll, you know, prepare myself up the way I dress myself. Like back then, of course, I was what two fifteen, so I wouldn't go outside the front yard and cut my grass, grass my shirt off. Backyard, I would and just let it all hang out. Oh, you were you were two fifteen, two fifteen. Yeah, I remember the fourth grade. <sighs> Back when York was a Jack linebacker and a three four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he's a, now he's a, there, now he's a strong now he's a now he's a strong safety in a four two five. Like there's there's nothing better than like on those days when it is really hot and you've got none cutting the grass and like you just sit down in the garage and you crack open a nice cold bush light. No free ads. Um, <laughs> that is a. OK, that is a, that's a good that is a good fucking beer. That is a really that is an elite beer. OK. This is an excellent segue by Joe here because we do have a couple power rankings topics on the docket, but let's let's dive in here. What are your top three beers? Because a post yard cut beer is elite. And you can really like the cheat code in life is if you combine two of the best beers and you do a post yard cut shower beer. Oh, yes. Like that is I mean, the- that was that was when I had my first shower beer because like I had I was in a new house and I had like the stand up shower like I'm rich and like there's the things where you put your shampoo then like you sit there you know what you get a beer you're like God I could shower up then you're holding a beer it's cold in your hand and you're like what if I take this into the shower then it yeah. turned into a problem because like then I go to work the next morning and I'm gonna take a shower and I'm like remember how cool that shower beer was. <laughs> I'll probably bring one in the shower before work. Now you only drink beer in the shower. Now I only drink in the shower. And I only shower if I have a beer. So well, so then is that is that your most elite beer? Is shower beer? Yeah, but it's gotta be something like refreshing. I, I, I couldn't I'd have to do like I think I think an ice cold like a Mick Ultra would be is a perfect like shower beer. Not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got to be, gotta be light, light and crisp. Has to be something light and got to be domestic. Yeah. Yes, 
Like you're not doing like a fucking like turbo IPA. <laughs> Let me get a gotta get up to get down and take a shower. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, oh, I'm sweating. I would I would say that I think that the most to me the most elite beer is bad day at a retail job meeting friends for beers afterwards though mm. first beer that's a good yeah that is a that is a that is a good beer yeah i was gonna say um when i worked in the service industry um yeah working at flight and we we'd get off at the you know we'd close and then we'd walk down um on on main and I'm blanking on the name of the bar, but we would go down to the same bar. And man, that was a good beer. Just so, so good. And a lot of people would, you know, because, you know, die bars and just like bars where you're, you have your regulars, people would get the the beer shot combo. Yep. Oh, yeah. And that, and that well, was just like well the whiskey and uh, just whatever 16 ounce we got going. Yeah. I mean, it was basically like, give me a Bud Light and a shot of Jameson. And like yeah. that was like just enough to take the edge off, and then I can sit there for about an hour, and then I can drive home. Yeah, I've got a good tie between first day at the pool in the summer beer, Ooh. along with, along with you got to the airport just a little bit early. Yes, airport beer, airport, airport beers, beers, airport beers are good. So hard, yeah, those are good. And like, I've gotten I've gotten to where now because I know people that work in in the industry. And they tell me horror stories about people not cleaning their lines. So (laughs) I'm very, very cautious about draft beer now. But man, a draft beer at the airport is just something different. Now, if they got aluminum bottles, I'm for sure getting two. But (laughs) dude. Which I'll I'll say this, uh, elite airport beers, Tampa, good airport beers, Chicago Midway, good airport beers. Really, I dude the Midway the bars they have in the middle of like the uh, like the Southwest Terminal, great beers. Okay, got absolutely hammered on like Christmas like Eve flying back home one day. Um, the Baltimore airport, me and Baltimore Michael, good beers, bro. You call took yeah. it, took it right out of my mouth, dude. Baltimore's got an Einstein Bros. And yep. a pot belly right next to each other. And we would fly, we would connect through Baltimore a lot when I worked in healthcare. And me and a buddy were there enough to where we became friends with a couple of the folks there. And we would get um if we were there in the morning, we'd get a bacon, egg, and cheese, and we'd we'd get it from Einstein Bros. And we'd take it over to Pot Belly and they put it on the bread for us. Ooh. Or so last time when I was in Baltimore, I came, I was leaving. And it was super early, but they had a Quiznos. And I hadn't seen Quiznos in forever. Mm. And I used to have a Quiznos connected to the BP by my parents' house. Hell yeah. They, was, they, they, put a magnet, they put a magnet like on our mailbox that was like, we deliver. I was like, bet you don't. And I called them. I was like, I'll take a sandwich. They were like, minimum 30 bucks. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Three sandwiches. Do it. But yeah, it was super early. Chicken carbonara. Like, yeah, I was like, I guess I'll get you know my toasted sub at nine in the morning. Um, hold that thought because we're going to get to sandwich. We're going to talk right. sandwich spots, but 
a couple other beers that I think are elite. That first beer on the golf course is very good. Good one. Yeah, good one. Like tee off on one, crack it on the way to your second shot. That that first sip is is different. Um I think a baseball game, like oh, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer with a yeah. beer with a hot dog is is different. Beer to dog. And I think that's like that's a very specific beer because I think that's the perfect sport because it's a very, you know, baseball is slow. Yeah. Like we, we talked about this on the Tuesday show. Like it's the perfect, it's a very leisurely sport to sit there and watch. Whereas like football, like everything's like there's, it's much faster. It's more frantic. Like I tend to not drink as much at football games just because more is happening. But like at baseball, like it, man, you can put down 10 and you feel like you didn't do anything. You, you sir do not go to tiger football games that often. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but, you know, I also went to the college where we would go out to right field with coolers and essentially like, well, the cooler is going to be lighter if we drink everything. Which right. one? Hey, hey, which one? Uh, you know, just the was a southern champion, Southern Miss that oh, he went Jesus to Christ. Southern Miss. Went to Delta State. Go fighting okra. Go okra. Hell yeah. Um, man, I feel like I'm 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 leaving one out. Um, I was trying to think. When you bring up stadium beers, the like when I go and like going to these Grizzly games, I think I get so I'll get like two because they have those coolers now. They have those little convenience stores where you can get the Topo Chicos, you can get McUltras, you can get this, you can get that. So I get two Topo Chico, strawberry guava. Joe can back me up on this. You love those. Which I was very surprised, but I was super happy you did. Those are really good seltzers. Oh my god! Here, here's the you get you get two before the game starts, right? But I get them. I, I don't fuck. I don't drink them before, but like I have one sitting there in my uh, in the cup holder, and then the one tucked like conveniently to where when I sit down or stand up, it's not going to this this he's not going to close and knock it over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got it sitting right well, there. So then like I've drink those, but like when you're drinking them, I drink two of them and it's just, it's refreshing and I'm getting jacked up and the game is usually extremely entertaining. And then I have to, you know, there's a timeout or jog goes out and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get another one. And then it just turns into a whole thing. Yeah. Here's what I would, here's where I argue why baseball or basketball in this case is different than football. And you and y'all could be different, Joe. I feel like you're on the same page here. I feel like at football games, I'm always standing, right? Because at, most of the time, everybody else around you is standing. It's so like baseball games and basketball. Like for the most part, everyone's sitting down, so you can just sit back, you can kick back and relax and just enjoy the beer. Well, Maybe also at, different. A, at a football ahead, game, like I'm, I'm tailgating before. A lot of the time, or I'm going to somebody's yeah. like parking spot before, so you're laying a good not, base. Yeah, I'm not doing lane. that going to a baseball game or going to a basketball game. I'm doing that before a football game, and that way I can kind of sit there and go, "Well, do I need to spend fourteen dollars on this beer? Because I've already had a few. Like, yeah, do I need to? Also, I will say the maybe the best beer. And and how comfortable are we on this podcast about talking about? I think the statute of limitations will have run out on this, but like of breaking the law. Yeah, you're good. There was nothing better 
Remember, uh, York will remember this, the Murphys in front of Goldsmith back in the day? Fuck yes. Getting off work, going to Murphys, getting a two by four, and from Murphys to Olive Branch, taking a little sip off the two by four. That was a good one. That was a good one. And once you cross the state line into Mississippi, perfectly legal, correct? I think so. Uh, up a container, yes, but obviously that gives them a reason to, you know. Yeah. But as long as you're not blown past the point, yeah. Yeah. Joe, I'm I surprised say, you didn't say like lunchtime beer. Oh, like lunchtime, lunchtime beer was good beer. <laughs> Milano's <laughs> pizza, two slices, two beers. Go Winchester back to beer and beer Riverdale. We go in there. Don't beer. even know. We're like, we're off work. We're like, you know what? We're going to go. We're going to go get a piece of pizza. Whatever. Oh. We go into Milano's. Joe's sitting there by himself watching TV at Milano's with a beer and pizza just on his lunch break. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Joe? <laughs> Here's one. Also tied in with an athletic event or some kind of recreational activity. A pitcher at Billy Hard Dicks. Oh, uh, a, picture of, a picture of a shock top. <laughs> Shock top. Um, now, this is, you know, obviously pre before I learned about beer lines not being cleaned, but it, Billy Hardwick's, who cares? Billy Hardwick um, has clean lines. Man, a beer at a bowling alley. Like, there is nothing better than picking up a, a spare and then going back and just ripping a plastic cup with some, some Bud Light. Because you're always trying to rush because, like, you don't want to miss your turn the next time. So you go there, someone's got a picture, then you know, the other person, they're trying to like, you're trying to map out who goes next to get yeah. the next picture. And the, a fun, if, a fun fact about bowling, just, Joe's just never great, beat me at bowling. I've beat you bowling plenty. You have, not, you have not beat me at bowling. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I beat you bloody. Uh, when I had the rhino back in the day, beat you the You had the rhino, but like you couldn't like handle the scorpion pattern with the rhino. What's your, what's y'all's high score in bowling? Like, Probably two hundred five is my high score. Yeah, you've gotten over two hundred before. I've, you've I've broken two hundred. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've been with him when he's broken down. I've probably topped out in like the one seventies, probably. Right. I think like I got into the one seventies. I think my best was that a new bowling alley just opened up here, and we were there with like a bunch of people, and it was just like a very casual night, and people were like, "Oh, like." Zach's taking this real serious. And I, to be honest, Fuck I really, yeah. really wasn't like, I was just trying to like, all right, be an athlete. Just don't look stupid. <laughs> I think I, I think I bowled like a 180 or something, which I, I mean, the lat before that, I think the last time I bowled was like for my birthday out in Donaldson at strike and spare. And Lord knows that was that was pre kid, so I was not bowling a one seventy that day. Um, Doesn't Nashville have like a like a new like bar type bowling alley? Uh so there's um, bars oh, and buttholes or something. That sounds right. Um, ah, what's it called? We went there once. We were there for <laughs> we went there for drinks one time, and it was the night that Texas beat uh, Notre Dame. Oh. With Tyrone swoops and yeah, Joe, Texas is back. Yeah. And Joe Tessator's dumbass is screaming, Texas is back. Um, they've, got a, they've got a cool one like that in Knoxville that Cleve took me to one time. It's kind of nice. I doubt it. What is that fucking place called? Um, oh my God. I'm 
Uh, Pinewood Pinewood Social is what you're thinking of, York. Is it? It's like a bougie bowling alley. Like, right. They have bowling, but it's more of like the experience. But is that, would you rather go there or like Bill Hardwick's? No, I'm, I'm, I, I want, I want my bowling alley. Like, I want my barbecue place. Like, I want it to yeah. look like shit. <laughs> also, hey, three little pigs right in front of Billy Hardwick's. Good breakfast. Dude, all just. Oh. Yeah. And Dude, like, super back underrated in- is the pizza at Billy Hardwick's. Dude, they. The food there was not bad. Oh, it never is. Like, it's never not bad. Like, it, it's. Yeah, the awesome. fries were good. Oh, I mean, you got three little pigs right there, and then they had that Walgreens right over there, over there close to to White Station. You could go in there and you could get some heaters, and then you could go in there and you just rip them. You just ripping reels inside. Also, great Ace Hardware right there too. There's the gas station right there on the corner. Like I got in an argument with a guy there, and like I walked in his office because remember I was at um, Edwin Watts before one of our golf tournaments um i went there for five minutes to get a shirt and leave your car got jacked and oh got jacked. and i was Dude. pissed <laughs> i don't know but how we haven't talked about getting, it he ended up being traced back i was following my debit card transactions and he went to that gas station i said buddy i said i just need to see your your footage i said i oh, you can pull it up just pull Wait, it the up. gas station by like neil's like yeah. now, Quince? Yeah. No, 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 not Neil's. It was the one right there at that corner. At the There's corner. I don't, I don't, I don't say it's, it's not there Neil's. anymore. It's got to be Neil's then. Okay. I yeah, think it's, it, it's, I think it's a nail salon now. Yeah, it's Yorkshire is where it's yeah. at. Ironically. Oh, the laundromat? No, that's been there. That's what I was going to say. We haven't brought up your laundromat business that you have there. Don't worry about that. Cleaning that money. Yeah. Like Walter White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bowling alley beers are, are pretty top notch. Um, That's what we hadn't done in a while. Joe's go bowling. I'm, I'm dead. Dead. Michael. Michael and them went bowling last uh, weekend. I got really pissed off about it. Oh, I want to be in a bowling league so bad. Oh, my God. Like, that just sounds so awesome every christmas angie's like what do you want for christmas and i'm like i don't know and like find me friends I, to be in a bowling league i do well, i was gonna say bowling ball but sure i <laughs> no like i thought I'm that was gonna stop just find me friends no it's like every <laughs> july or august I, <laughs> that's usually where it goes yeah but i don't like july or august i'm like you know what i gotta remember christmas time Angie's gonna ask i need a bowling ball i want a personal like like a voucher or some shit that I can go to a bowling alley, get it drilled to my liking. Yeah. And get the, uh, get the rose inside of it. Well, oh. duh. What a great, I, um, last thing I'll say for beers, which I, I hardly ever get to partake cause I'm usually the one driving, but, uh, same like road trips with the guys. Oh God. And when you're in the back seat and you're just ripping beers, best or your job, are, that's even better. <laughs> no, <laughs> not. do not co-sign. But what are there? What are you know, we talking uh, in the group text today about uh, like beers at like just when everybody's together? It's like beers when we were at Batter's Box, and that yeah, just get just getting buckets. Yeah, just just the atmosphere of it. 
You're with your boys. You ain't been around for a while. That's the best beer. The best beer is where you haven't been around each other in a long time and everybody gets together. Yeah. That's the best beer. Yeah. Because in some, I remember that day too, because I'm, or maybe it wasn't that. You don't remember that day, actually. I I guarantee you don't remember that. (laughs) Any beer, any beer that kicks off the night with, with the boys and it ends at Taco Bell Cantina. Do you remember we were at Miranda Lambert's just getting after it? And then Clave, of course, pissed somebody off. And then I leave because I was just, I got drunk and got myself in a mood all by myself. And I leave and like I just end up at Taco Bell Cantina. And then I'm just there by myself. I'm at the bar watching the Grizzly game on my phone, waiting on my quesadilla. And then all y'all come walking in, just happen to randomly show up at the same place I was, which is Taco Bell. That place was awesome. The live music there was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. They were playing Taking Back Sunday, all kind of shit. Man, that guy was like crossing genres. But he was also messing up words and like he wouldn't let us sing. Because we wanted to sing because we knew what we were doing. Um, Real quick, what's your, since we brought it up, what's your go-to order at Taco Bell? Uh, Number seven, sub out the... Hard taco with a soft taco. If I'm getting it to go, if I'm not getting it to go, I'm gonna get the um, hard taco. I love the crunch. I used to get an extra um, Doritos Locos taco, but now I get a uh, beefy five. Yeah, and mm. Baja Blast. Yeah, I'll You're do on I'll that do, Baja uh, Blast. Oh my god! I'll do beefy beefy five, Chalupa Supreme. And hell yeah. Then like one other thing, like like maybe a gordita or something. Yeah, just just depending on what the mood is. I go Mexican pizza meal. Mm. And then I get a beef chalupa supreme. Oof. And then I get the uh grilled chicken burrito that's on like the value menu. Yep. And then I typically will dabble in some specialty item that's out. Have you had the crispy right melt taco yet? Yes, it is very good. I tried to order it. I got I got Taco Bell last weekend, and I tried to order it, but it wasn't available at the Olive Branch Taco Bell. The one on Goodman? Why? No, the one on they Hat. say stuff's not available. Like, it's all the same ingredients. They just concoct it in a different way. Don't tell me it's not. Well, that has, I think that has a different shell to it. It does. It's it's like they uh, they do like a panini press type thing on it. But the thing is, the two best things that Taco Bell ever had, they don't have any more. Double decker taco, nacho yeah. cheese, uh, chalupa. Now the cheesy gordita crunch, I usually throw that in there because it's elite. Yeah, gordita crunch is good. Well, talking about um, specialty uh, stuff at Taco Bell, the double steak grilled cheese burrito slaps about see, as hard as it can. Do you get I the thought, spicy or do you get the regular? I thought I it's know, too it's spicy. too much. It's it is lot. too much, but the cheese on top that gets so good. And but on see, the spicy, I don't, I don't like. I don't like it. Good. I don't like the cheese on the outside because it gets so slimy. No, 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 no. They, no, man, so, they gotta steam it. You steam it. They, they do it in a way that it works. I've gotten it once before. I got the spicy version, so it's cheese and jalapenos on the outside, and it's it's actually uh, pretty good. Fucking tore me a new one for a couple days, but you know. And they always got Taco Bell. And they always they always got fresh jollies at at Taco Bell. 
Also, um, and I know this is going to end up leading into the fast food conversation, but got the new like snack wraps from KFC this week. Oh God! <laughs> Let me tell you, if you if you've been missing McDonald's snack wraps, I got something for you. Okay, and it's called fucking KFC snack wraps, dude. Those snack wraps at McDonald's were so legit. These are, I'm telling you, man, these are just as good. These are they are phenomenal. All right, let's go around the horn here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. What's your top five fast food places? So keep in mind, we're talking fast food. We're not talking fast casual. So that so that's the thing. Like this is a discussion I was having with my wife when we were, um, kind of getting ready to get on. Because she was like, "Well, what is Five Guys?" And I was like, "Well, Five Guys to me is fast casual." Like, correct. You have to plan out, but like In and Out is fast food. Really? I think In and Out. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. It's do weird. We, do we you count In and Out fast food? Oh, is it? But it is. Thinking, it is. You can, okay. Here's my thing. Yeah, five guys. You can't. You're right. Okay. I'm back. Here's my thing. I think drive through makes it a fast food. Correct. That's what she said. Correct. To a to a certain point. To a certain point. Because like. Little Caesars has drive-through now, so like that's that's just pizza. Tops and barbecue, you cannot, you can't call that fast food. No, 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 no. It takes for fucking ever. Tops, if you're getting a burger. No, no, no. Tops, if you're getting a burger, it takes longer than if you're getting barbecue. Go, do you gotta go to the OB one, dude? They're good. But in it, I go to the OB one. I go to the but one in and out. Right. But I mean, in and out is. It, it's a fast food place. Like it started also, out as a sucks. fast food. It's not gonna be my top five. It sucks, but you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, York. We, Top five. top five. Are we like are we like drafting this? Are we go in top five like Okay, we can we can we draft can, it. We can draft. Okay, well I'm going first. Oh that okay, that's weird how that draft order works out. Well, I'm just doing it because I feel like I, 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 I produce this bullshit. I'm going first. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll go alphabetical order. So Joe, you got first pick. Uh first name. Oh, well, then I'm going to go last. Okay. Wait, all, right, all right. All right. All right. Go ahead. Wait, right, why, go ahead. why wouldn't you go first if it's alphabetical order? Wait. No. So first off, if you're going to go by your first name for alphabetical order, then we start calling you by your full name. No, please don't. What is it? What is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go with, we're going We're going by I government my name, name. My name. My name is Jason Gunn with two N's. No, it's not. It is, though. What is on your birth certificate? First spare name me the spare me the bit. Give me your government name. Adam Blair. Well, no E. Okay, well, I knew that. What what is what are we talking about then? I don't know. You said Joe's, full- Joe's doing a solo bit here. I don't, I don't no, know. No, York said that he didn't want his full name on the podcast. I didn't, but like now y'all well, just too late. And now like I'm exposed. All right, first pick. Go. I've already got go. seventeen followers now because you go. just did. All right, Taco Bell is my first pick. God damn it! See that? Oh, sorry, no, I'm sorry, but it just fucking is. This is bullshit. Actually, I'm I'm okay with that because that wouldn't have been my first pick. I'm I okay like Taco Bell more than you. <laughs> Tough titty. Hey, have you ever put down a taco box by yourself? <laughs> uh, I will say. No. Oh, okay. Who's next? Who's next? I'm next. It's Joe. Um, as as was discussed in the uh, 
what I thought was a wonderful TV series, Girls, uh, McDonald's. I mean, anywhere you go in the world, McDonald's quality, it's going to taste the same. Um, You're good to go. McDouble, McChicken. Yes. Icy Orange. Boom, McDonald's. See, I was going to say probably the best fountain Diet Coke in the game. That's, yeah, yeah I agree with you there. But the Icy Hung- Orange is elite. Hungover. Getting some kind of breakfast. I mean, just all the hash browns. Oh. Give me a give me a bacon, egg, and cheese. I might get fancy and get a McGriddle. Oh yeah, McGriddles are good. Remember the man that's ready for some reason. That fountain the diet good coke. steak, egg, and cheese bagel. The good one with the yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. yeah, yeah, man. McDonald's does hit and like it never misses. No. Never. Get a large fry and you just when they come out and they, they're hot when you grab the carton, oh. you're like, oh fuck. Dude, that crispy hash brown. Oh my God. People that people that hate on McDonald's and that are like, I don't need the, the losers. They're just assholes. Yeah, losers. Just assholes. You think you're better than McDonald's. Don't be they're classist. They're they're uh, honestly they're probably racist, to be honest. Yeah, they also they also go to McDonald's by themselves because they know they love it. They just exactly. They, just, exactly. they have an agenda and they're just being a pedant just to do it. All right. Zach, you got take number three. So you take Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, Best breakfast go. is Burger King. That's a solid take. I'm going to go. Um, I'm probably going to go against the grain. Probably what y'all are thinking I'm going to do. I had it, Joe, after we. Uh, we busted it up over there at Cherokee Valley a couple weeks ago. I had it before I had headed back to Nashville, and it was unreal. It had been a minute. Uh, backyard burger. Oh. Flame broil, baby. Backyard burger, very underrated. It's very not underrated, underrated, but, like, of course it's delicious. It's expensive. Okay, I'm paying for quality. I understand that, but, like, I – I go to fast food because it's cheap and quick. Mm. I go to Purple Diamond. It's cheap and quick. Sometimes exceptions need to be made. York can lead into a lot there. <laughs> is it my is it my turn? Yes. It is back to your back to your pick, yeah. All right. This is if you if you take what I want to take, oh I'm taking I swear to God, no I'm driving over there. Yeah, it, tough shit. Picture the night that we all got in a fight with Michael's high school friends. The next morning, our friend goes to this place with no shoes, had thrown up the night before, and gets what does he get? He gets whatever the disgusting thing was at the time crystals. I'm so mad. Mm. I'm so angry. Right right now. I knew you wanted so it. I knew you wanted it. Right you got to take it first round, but you didn't. So that's a, that's a great pick. Damn oh it, dude. To people day, think it's gross. Like my dad will come in town, and like he lives in Texas, so he doesn't have crystals. The people that are like, "Oh, gonna get White Castle over crystals?" Go no, what? Absolutely does, not. Does White Castle have a cheese nader? No, they don't. Yeah, they don't they have don't. a cheese. They don't have a cheese nader. And then yeah. their fountain drinks also awesome. <sighs> their fountain cokes really good. And I and I'll I'm, tell you I'm this: someone, I'm someone who hates soggy bread, but like something about the grease on those. Small burgers, so just because they, they bacon steam them in the yeah. must in the mustard uh, with the bacon. Oh, Jesus Christ! But also, Dude, that's that's, but what, also, that's, that's the crystal burger, man. It's just it's bread, meat, onion, mustard. That's it. Don't fuck with it. But Dude. highly underrated breakfast, though, too. 
The sunrise very is, good breakfast. The bowls are great. Uh, highly underrated breakfast. So my brother, when he got married, like on their way home from getting married, they stopped at Crystal's. It's a good one. It's yeah. elite. Yeah. If you go to a wedding reception and they're throwing crystals out, that's a fucking great reception. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a karaoke bar after my wedding. Dude. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> awesome. Got up there and I was like, I'm doing, I'm on a boat by Lonely Island. And they're like, all right, don't cuss. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay, guy. Nope. Yeah. I'm going um, to curse. When I lived in Jacktown, Whacktown, we left the tavern and me and Doug cleared the steamer pack. Oh, dude, that's light work. It's not light light work. work. I remember me and and Cleve got in a fight that night and like, he got, I've got pissed off because, and I saw it the next morning. There was a mustard stain on my wall because he got a crystal, <laughs> hurled it at my wall by my front door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, you're up. Ooh, um, I think it's, I think it's obvious, but I think I might get some pushback for calling it fast food, but Popeyes. Yeah, it's a uh, that's quite the conundrum there. It's no, no, an no, oxymoron. No, no. It's fast food. No, it, it is, but it, it, it's, it just ain't ever fast. <laughs> it's just on brand for t- the service to be shit. Oh yeah. no, no, no! You got to go to the one where I work, the one at um, Brooks Road. I've been to that. One. That's a, yeah, I know. Charter that's a good one. Popeyes, sneaky, sneaky elite tailgating food. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I could see. that. I mean. The the chicken is not gonna miss. The sides are so fucking delicious. Good. I feel oh, like it God. would stay crispy a lot cr- lot longer than KFC would. Yeah, KFC wouldn't stay crispy. Yeah. Well, because Popeye's chicken's better than KFC. I think KFC's sides are what keeps them going. Yeah. That KFC coleslaw is legit. Um well Popeye's though, like just in terms of like you can also get different types of chicken there, like their bone-in chicken's good. Their bone, like boneless chicken's good. Their shrimp is good. Like their sandwiches are good. Like everything at Popeyes is good. You just have to be willing to like kind of be patient with the situation. Also, yeah, you, they you have, have to like know what you're getting. What you're getting going in, yeah. right? And they have these desserts. They have a strawberry and cream cheese desserts. Oh my god, yeah. desserts! Yeah, it's like the apple pie, but it's so much better. Like yeah. it is. But you cannot beat strawberry and cream cheese in whatever fashion or form in a dessert. No. No. All right. This is an excellent transition here to uh, what I think is a value pick after Joe went Popeye's. I'm going Wendy's. Because I think the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's is the best chicken sandwich in the game. Great chicken sandwich. I it it I don't even I don't even need a menu. I just need to pull up. Can you hear me? All right. Number six with a Dr. Pepper <laughs> JBC six piece chicken nugget. JBC in my mouth. Let's go. Barbecue sauce and sweet and sour. I'm paying with a debit card. Let's go. It is, it, dude, it never, ever misses. It is, it, and look, I, I will say this. I know people got mad when Wendy's changed up their fry recipe like a decade ago and then they went Great back call. to the, Went back to the old one. I didn't dislike it when they changed it, but when they went back to the original, oh, those fries are right. Th- in my opinion, they're right there next to Wendy's. 
or excuse me, McDonald's. McDonald's. Um, I think Wendy's is phenomenal. I just got my my fourth pick still on the board. Okay, all right. Well, see, I'm going to pick this one, but it's it's a personal favorite. But I wouldn't, you know, I don't feel great about it as far as ranking wise. Um, Hardee's, Abby's. Ooh, I had Abby's today. (laughs) I did, but Hardee's, the big hot ham and cheese, is the best. There's something about that 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 sandwich that is so. You have a big hot ham and cheese with a Coke, and their fries are are underrated. Did you go there in Tupelo? I didn't. I know what happens there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. But Hardy's Hardy's also breakfast wise very underrated. They make their biscuits in house. Very underrated breakfast. Well, see, their breakfast Hardy's, is it was so like, good. It was here it was first off. It's, I think their breast their breakfast is very like heavy. Proportion wise, oh, it's, it's I, don't, yeah. I don't want that for breakfast. Oh, oh no. bro, you're taking a nap. Yeah, no shit. I get that on the way to work. Like I'm not trying to get that on the way to work and want to get to work and want to pass just out. Take, just take a nap at work. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I get problem. People are upset at work when I'm doing my job. If I go and find somewhere to take a nap, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, you, uh. there's an assembly line at my office when I'm awake." If I'm sleeping, I don't know where I would go. I don't know where I would go. I'd have to literally oh. go home and say that I was sick or on a conference call. Subtle about being in demand at work. I just go crawl up in the rafters in the cart bar. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> just lay across the boards. When I was just a yard guy, you'd go up there and you you have to like start all the equipment and make sure it was running that morning. I would like go start the dump trucks and just sleep in the dump trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fire up that defrost, put it on defrost floor. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, is, this, is, is this my last pick? How many are we at right now? We're at four. Last pick. Last pick. Okay. I was going to say we do five, but whatever. Yeah, I'll do four. Because this is maybe the best fast food that I've ever eaten consistently. Lived across the street from it in Tampa, Florida. And that would be Culver's. Culver's absolutely amazing food. Uh, very good. Can confirm. I had it over the weekend. So good, uh, dude. I was so disappointed when I was driving back. Shit, why was I in Knoxville? I was in Knoxville for something. And, oh, we were driving back, like, to live here. We stopped in Knoxville to uh, visit uh, Cleve. Yikes. And... When we were leaving, we tried to stop at the Culver's that was there, but the line was like out into the road. And it was so disappointing because that it everything about that place is perfect. I've Did you get a concrete one time. Yeah, you, you went in Tampa. I met you there. Yeah, I went to Tampa. So me and my sister drove down one day because she had to go pick up her stepdaughter who was leaving her husband or whatever he was. I can't keep up. But she was like, I had to go with that. And I got to go pick her and her son up. I was like, all right, I'll go. So I'd left in the middle of that night. We left and went down there and drove all the way to Tampa, Florida, picked her up. And then I was like, Joe, I'm in Tampa for like an hour. What's up? So he met us at Culver's. Then we ate and had a Crete. And there are Memphis. I'll have those Cretes. That was um, 
there was a guy that signed with Oregon uh, this recent recruiting cycle, and his nickname was Young Concrete, <laughs> which is such a badass name. You should have went Young Crete. Yeah, Young Crete. All right. Um, Young Con yeah, was probably already taken. So we got one left. Man. Yeah. All right. Don't fuck it up. Fuck it up. Um, I'm honestly, I, I feel okay with this. I had I had one in there, but we've talked a lot about breakfast already. So I'm going to go with just a a novelty item that is now readily available. And it still is just as good. I'm going Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. It used it was always like a thing when you're at the beach. Yeah. Where it was like, oh man, we're at the beach. We're gonna get Whataburger. Like on the way. One night when like we don't want to cook, we can get Whataburger. Um, but now, you know, they're popping up everywhere. Um, I mean, obviously also, the, also a great breakfast though. They do they do have they do have good good biscuits. Um but man, just just a regular burger there is just it is outstanding. And Elite ketchup too, spicy ketchup. Yeah, so good. I typically will go a number one, and then I'll throw in if I'm extra hungry, I'll get a patty melt. Uh, bonus pick if we're talking about a breakfast dish, fast food, Bojangles Boo biscuits. Mm. Well, I was gonna Bo-berry say that's biscuits. that's Not the best. Blueberry Bowberry biscuits. I thought it was Booberry. No, it's Bowberry. It's Booberry. Yeah, it's Bow because they're Bojangles. Jesus Christ. Have you ever been to the Carolinas? Let me tell you something real quick. Tomorrow, uh, first off, shout out tomorrow, Employee Appreciation Day. (laughs) I've got 6.30 a.m. I easy catered some, uh, Mm -hmm. I easy catered some Bojangles breakfast. I've got steak coming. I've got sausage coming, bacon coming. Bowberry biscuits coming all over the place. I've got all that coming for breakfast at 6 30 a.m. And then at 11 30, I've got Easy Cater mug shots coming. Then you have three platters coming. Three platters for six people. So there's going to be patties, bacon, cheese, condiments, the fixings, cookies, chips, all coming to the breakfast. I was going to see if you want to get a pocket tomorrow, but I guess that's out. No, I can still go. Like they're gonna eat. Like I don't. I, I can. I can go. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I was gonna say because I'm sure there are people that either turn the podcast off or are just screaming at their radio or their phone because we haven't mentioned Chick Fil A yet. Um. Dude, I. I just. I. I, I hate dealing with the pain in the ass that is going to Chick Fil A. Can we say I'm this not, for I'm not, the rated rankings? Because I'm not. I'm not using an app. I'm not using an app. If I want to get fast food, provide me a drive-through. Even if I you use an food. app, you can do curbside pickup, and you're still going to say, "Oh, pussy drive-through for overrated chicken." I no. I I think it's. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's good. But I think Bojangles spicy chicken biscuit beats the fuck out of Chick Fil A's biscuit. But see, I do. I do the burrito at Chick Fil A. Which is which is phenomenal. Yeah, but that, that's why is the egg not weird. No, it's not weird. Oh, it's, it's egg weird. whites. You're weird, right? But no, it, no, you're weird. First off, but like the egg, like the egg is weird to me. I don't know. It's like too buttery or something. I don't know what it is. You're the one that introduced me to it. I don't matter. I, I liked it then. I don't like it now. That taste buds change. No, what's wrong with you? You change. 
You've changed, if we're being honest, Jeff. You've changed. Everybody's talking about it. Um, let's let's get into a deep dive here. Yeah, I one day happened. one day I'm gonna get one day I'm gonna get drunk and I'm just gonna hop on this podcast and I'm gonna have like this deep convo. Oh God, with myself, and it's gonna be nuts. I've already thought about it. I've already planned it out. Are you talking about when we created ourselves on NBA 2K? Zach used to get so bad. <laughs> First of all, to whip his ass up. Hey, he gets up. Hey, man. Hey, that's where the game's played. Hey, let's try to see who can score all, the most is, points. This is this is why you don't hopefully, or do you have access as to like how to make this podcast? Yes. Oh, God in heaven. Jesus Christ. Like, I thought that was what was happening in that text conversation the other day. I already have, already have seven branch off podcasts. Oh, my God. All right, they're all titled. Uh, they're all entitled. Yeah, I'll, I'll also say this: looking looking at the rundown, there are multiple things on here that I would actually not be able to contribute to. I was just thinking of that. Mm, okay, one is say that. Fast, one is Fast and Furious because I've only ever seen the first one. And you can't get away the rundown. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. We're gonna have and, to table that until you you have to yeah, watch the movies. You know what? I understand that. What if okay? And the other is Marvel. I've never really watched. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. And yeah, I've that seen, counts. What do you What do you mean fart sound? Guardians is awesome. Well, and then I've God. seen. Um, oh what are you, an Iron I've Man two the, guy? Uh, what's the Avengers with the guy? You know what I'm talking about? Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. I've seen the Avengers with Thanos. <laughs> he, said, he said, "What's the Avengers?" <laughs> With the, guy. with the guy for, for a visual reference i was punching my fist there with the purple goatee i couldn't think of what his name was i knew like you should, have, knew you should have said avengers with the <laughs> that makes more sense but i've seen i've only seen a couple of those i gotta catch up on those two uh franchises i guess the best okay, one is you got uh, thor love and thunder that is hilarious that one was actually really oh, good so good my kids love it i mean ragnarok is a top sucks. Is it sucks? Sucks. Oh, sucks. Shut sucks. up. Sucks. You're you're off your gourd right now. A little bit of a controversy on the podcast tonight. Please, please enlighten me and and the listeners on why Thor Ragnarok sucks, which is like universally loved by everybody that likes Marvel. Too many colors. Too many what? What colors? Colors. Colors, Too many not, colors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Were you, were you colors, like colors? Were you dropping acid while you watched it, and it was just like too mind blowing for you? No, 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 it's too many. Why colors. are you saying it like that? Because it's cool whip whiskey, cute whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Uh, also, this podcast brought to you by Full Fullproof 1792 uh, single barrel. So smooth. Yeah, that's why you're saying this because you're obviously not in a sound mind and body Ragnarok is like a top four, top five Marvel movie. Easy. I'll watch it again, but I wouldn't, I didn't like, bro. It. Yeah. You, there's your homework. You need to watch it again. Oh yeah. So that's why I, had I a movie, watch. So like, it's obviously gotta be wrong. Obviously well, so, gotta be wrong. So out of the fast and the furious is fast and the furious, fast and the fury. fast and the fury. I, do I have to watch all of them? Yes. Or are there like certain ones? You can skip Tokyo Drift. 
No, Tokyo Drift is great. You got to watch them all. Because you have to be ready for 10 to come out so we can all go see it in IMAX. Is that going to be like a live pod we do? Dude, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. It'd be like a five-hour live pod, though. Hey, are you guys are you guys trying to record this movie? No, we're recording a podcast, asshole. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so so here's the thing. Should I invest my time more in <laughs> Vin Diesel's in a robot? Why don't you go fuck yourself? Well, should I invest my time more in watching the Fast and the Furious franchise or watching Marvel movies? See, that's a that's a tough question. Oh. I knew I knew that one would throw y'all too old. Mm. You're not Donnie I'm time. Probably so let's go ahead and just do both. I'm, I'm around, I got a ba- I got a baby coming in a month. I'm losing time every day. Oh, I'd also, say f- Joe, no baby. False alarm. Oh, false alarm. Well, I enjoy being on the podcast for the few episodes I was. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say Fast and Furious first because you got a lot of catch up too because they're older. Okay. Okay. Um, you barely, you barely had your car. The first one, the first dude, one almost had you. <laughs> <laughs> the pocket saying empty because uh, tenth inning at lunch the other day when I was at tenth inning for lunch the other day. He he knows I can box. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like the rundown was super. Or, or Fast and Furious isn't superhero movies, but they're kind of superhuman. Oh, they're they're uh, now superheroes. They're definitely superheroes. <laughs> So it went to space that? in the last one. So what about the other superhero one that was on the rundown thing? Oh, Batman. Okay. Yeah, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Batman? Michael Keaton. Yes, one hundred percent. There's no way it's not that one because with um Jack as the Joker. Yeah. With the musical number with Prince. Yep, he's destroying everything in the museum. Wait, so if we're all in agreement there, who was the worst Batman? Uh, I want to say George Clooney, but it's not. You love Batman Forever, didn't you? Uh, no, I think it's George Clooney. I don't think it's Val Kilmer. I don't think I don't. Uh, no, didn't either of them. I don't think it's um, George Clooney or Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer or George Clooney was a victim of the the movie. I think he half-assed it. I don't think he half-assed it. He did. I mean, the writing just wasn't there. Is what you're saying? Val, you Val Kilmer. You don't is have to awesome. go. You don't have to go. Fucking voice. Did Christian Bale is the worst Batman? No, he yes, oh, is. He is. Ooh. No, because those movies were too strong for him to be the worst. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> How was the new one with Robert Pattinson? Dude, good. Yeah, good. He was good. Oh, it was good. It was dirty. And if they could could put that with Joker, like now Joker, yeah, that'd be great. Well, Joker's got to be a musical. So, oh, that Joker is, I love, love that movie with uh, Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. Which is funny because we, today I brought up um, her. Yeah, that was good. It was. But so apparently if you pay for Snapchat premium, um oh, God. Mine, she and she's the only she, so whatever. Um she was like on Snapchat, she goes, Do you see this this 
do you see this one? Is this like a new friend of yours on Snapchat? I said, I don't have any new friends on Snapchat. And she was like, well, it's like a robot. I said, is it IQ? She goes, yeah. I said, okay. So like, it's like a friend. It's like, hey, I'm your friend on Snapchat. We can be friends. We can uh, ask any questions. She was like, I asked it what the weather was, and it told me before I could look it up. I said, well. But I was like, if you can be friends with this fucking thing, like, you're going to end up falling in love with it, like Joaquin Phoenix. No, God. Yeah, I... I'm jealous that they didn't friend me, but, you know. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think, and it's... Now, mind you, I'm not saying George Clooney is a bad actor, obviously. Because, man, you want to talk about one of my comfort movies, just throw on any oceans. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Like, I, I can I can watch that anytime. But I just didn't. I mean, yeah, Batman and Robin was just so bad. That's the thing. I, I can't I can't separate the art from the artist there, I don't think. Was that Alicia Silverstone's last movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, no. What else has she been in? I'm looking it up. Let's see. Well, she, was just, she was just in the commercial. Was that her last movie? Was really, York? Movie? I mean, was it? She was in Tropic Thunder. She played herself in Tropic Thunder. Boom. She was um, in Silverstone. Yeah. She's been oh, Space Dogs, Adventure to the Moon. She's been in a lot, York. Yeah, she's been in a lot. Was she in, stuff. in Tropic Thunder? She played herself. Yeah. No way. She was yeah, in Blast so from the Past herself. Blast, oh, from, the Blast past. from the Past. I forgot. With Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Pasadena. You want to talk about also, another friend? Christopher in, Walken. <laughs> she was in America you know, last year, too. You know, I tell you. If you want a good bagel, you got to go to New York. You, you're talking to me all wrong. You do it again. <laughs> I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. You're talking to my man all wrong. Uh, yeah, dude, she's been in a lot. Uh, speaking of Brendan Fraser, another fantastic franchise, The Mummy. Come on. Awesome. I thought you were going to say I'm more, of a, I'm more of a Tom Cruise mummy guy. I thought you were going to say monkey bone. <laughs> oh, God. Um, hey, very, hey, very good movie, Monkey Bone, by the way. Joe, fool's gold in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, by the way, we should do a uh, we should do a podcast listener to meet up. Speaking of movies, uh, on either whatever works for the uh, the fans out there, Sunday the April sixteenth or Thursday April twentieth, uh, Big Lebowski uh, playing at the Malco Theaters in Memphis uh, on those two days. So, oh, I was going to ask y'all when y'all said comfort movie, how do you define comfort movie? Like anytime, late night, put it on, go to bed. Well, I mean, for me, it's like, it. yeah, I mean, it's like if you don't have anything to watch, like if you can't find anything on Netflix or you can't, you, you know, you just, you get tired of scrolling and you're like, all right, I know what I want. I'm, you know, I, I know I like this. I'm just going to put it on. Like That's I have a awesome. very weird group of comfort movies because some of are can not be considered comfort. Horse Gump's good comfort movie. See, I think Forrest Gump is bad. 
No, you're good the podcast. Very we'll hot take that. there. We'll, we'll edit that out. What do you mean bad? When's the last time you saw it? I mean, it's it's not been recent because it's bad. Why would I watch a bad movie again? Because I don't, I don't think you understand the movie. Now, <laughs> the soundtrack, all time. But I just don't think it's as good as everybody talks about it to be. I think I can't, I can't say anything. I don't, I don't like remember the Titans, so I can't say anything. Oh, whoa. Jesus. Um, Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> Not in that movie, first off, first off, be Not careful. Nice. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> is it because you don't think Ryan Gosling is believable to play in the secondary? No, I just, it, it's, it's, I hate when Disney does sports movies and they don't, they don't, portray them the actual way they are like when disney did miracle like miracle is a shit movie because disney couldn't portray it the correct way joe would so you like, say the same had the same take up remember the titans if you did not live in virginia i researched it more when i lived in virginia and like there was a really good story there it was a lot grittier and there was a lot more there was there was more of a human element to it than was let on in the like in the movie and it's like Disney just doesn't need to do certain movies because they can't do them well, but they just can't. It's like I said, they, they butchered miracle. Like miracle should have been a rated R movie and it should have had Herb Brooks in all of his glory with some of the best cursing that you've ever seen in your life. And it should have been, it should have been this, this uh, not dark, but it should have been a, a movie that was tough, you know, and like they, more, they, more any given Sunday than little giants. Exactly. Exactly. I loved, I, I mean, love her, her Brooks is lined. In in Miracle or during that was he again he looked at he looked at the guys before the thing and he said you're gonna take this game to your fucking grave and then he walked out the door and they're sitting there and then he bangs open the door again and he looks at them all and goes your fucking grave and walks back out and boom they hit the ice and you can't portray that in in something that is done by a, a company that's not gonna put it out there you just can't. So we can and it's like, movie. just quit. Huh? We can do this movie. <laughs> I don't know if we can. I actually don't know if we can. No, we can't. We people, can. Like, Miracle is like a beloved movie. People I love understand it. that. But we can do that. But do we do that movie first or the true underdog story movie first? The true what? Jonathan, you want to talk about it? <laughs> we'll get there. It's a true I underdog story. I still think to this day, now I haven't seen it in a long time, but it always bothered me because I love when movies do an accurate portrayal of in-game footage. Yeah. Like when it looks athletic, it looks like real life. Because when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. Like um, not going to be in a like top five list, but the remade um oh god i'm drawing blank the meme machine um the longest yard yeah yeah the, the remake the football scenes were awesome i mean they were they like were legit good, yeah. legit out there playing football it always bothered me cuz i'm pretty sure and now again i haven't seen it in a while but when pd picks up the fumble and runs it back for a touchdown in one of the playoff games he runs the wrong way 
Like I'm like 99.9% sure in the, like the way everything's lined up when he picks up, he runs the wrong way. Well, and what's crazy about that is I remember during, it was 2020 because it had been like the COVID summer. I remember, I think the Andy Staples podcast was like doing the, like the football movies and he was bringing on like the people that the movie companies would hire to make sure everything was like done correctly. So it's like Mm -hmm. they all hire a person to make sure it's done correctly and they still screw it up. Yeah. Yeah, that like I'm trying to think like um like in forty two, a lot of the yeah. baseball scenes were really well done. Well like you have like uh like blue chips, like when you just actually have like <laughs> you just it's like, hey, you know what we're gonna do to like realistically like show things? We're just gonna have really good players in the movies, what we're gonna do here. Yeah, and you've got Nick Nolte just ripping people a new one. Which, if I had to pick a college basketball coach from that time period, perfect casting. 10 out of 10. No notes. Pete Bell. Oh, God. That was a good – yeah, because people people will, like, fall over, like, Hoosiers. And it's like, whatever. Like, I'm not going to shit on Hoosiers because that's, like, the popular thing to do. But, like, it's a movie. Whatever. But, like, Blue Chips is better than Hoosiers is. Yeah. No. And – uh, yeah, I, I love blue chips, man. We used to quote that all the time. Uh, one of the logistics jobs I worked, me and the other two guys that were in the office, dude, we loved blue chips, and we would just, man, we would quote that that very opening scene when he's just going at the team. Yeah, I mean, just oh, is so good, and you know, like the. Uh, uh, yeah, Penny, Shaq. Penny, yep. They played like against some like actual colleges. Like, you know, they were a made up college, but they played against some actual college teams. But like, yeah. But yeah, that quote that he has where he's talking to one of the players and he's like, you can't get through college half assed. Yeah. It's like, if you, if you can get through life half assed, like you can, but I'll guarantee you, sure as hell, I'll guarantee you this, you cannot win half assed. And yeah. like, it was almost kind of like a, you know, a very like, this is college basketball, but like, we're really yucking it up with like, yeah. but like, that was like a great quote, but. Well, yeah, another he, good one was uh, like, he got game. Like, let's, let's yeah. let Ray Allen be in a movie. Like, I feel like that's all you have to do to make a good sports movie and like, have it be believable is be like, Hey, let's find an actual athlete and he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. I mean, Easy money. Jesus Shuttlesworth, baby. The best. Lincoln, um, right? What that was, Lincoln High School? Yeah, I think... Um, I always thought White Men Can't Jump was really good. Good movie. Really good movie. Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes, Rosie Perez, like, perfect casting. <laughs> you saw they're remaking it. They are with... Uh, Jack Harlow. With Jack Harlow. Louisville scum. I'm not watching it. <laughs> the best. I've always. I, I love the scene when they're playing the pickup game. The guy's like, "I'm going to my car. I'm getting my gun. And then I'm shooting everybody." That's John Morant and Woody. <laughs> and Woody and Wesley Snipes look at each other, and then they take off running to go get their bags. Yeah. And then Rosie Perez is hanging out of the car, like, "Hurry up!" 
<laughs> God, what a good movie. Yeah. That was good. That was a good. Like side diatribe went on there. Like somehow we found ourselves down like the sports movie, like wormhole there. That was a good one. <sighs> yeah. So we're, we're getting to like comfort movies. So like mine are like, I guess like collectively me and my wife will throw on, like we love the Martian, Matt Damon. Okay. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He's doing the, he's doing the Nike movie. I think it's going to be good. The trailer oh, looked awesome. Oh, it looks good. Awesome. I think him and Ben Affleck together are gonna are gonna do do well. I think I know a lot of people like, are, it's their it's their first movie, so like I'm glad that they're actually pairing up and doing something. Well, the cast is pretty loaded. Um, Jason Bateman's in it. Uh, I think another like any of the oceans. Um, probably one that doesn't fall into the quote comfort. Dude, if I got nothing to watch, I'm throwing on Sicario. <laughs> And I am just, just kicking back, baby. Like I'm gonna do uh, Lebowski and Catch Me If You Can. Oh my god, you piece of shit! That's exactly what I was gonna say. Was Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can's a, a god, what a great, absolute movie. banger, dude. God, that's so good. I'm watching. You pa- there's a Cheerios commercial on right now with Stanley and Phyllis eating Cheerios. Correct. Hell yeah. That. Speaking of comfort TV, dude, it's all time in the office. Joe, your boy, Josh Brolin in Sicario. He plays uh, Thanos. See, I always knew I like that Thanos character. Who's my Um, my Sicario? (laughs) Catch me if you can, man. Great movie. Frank, how'd you pass the bar in Louisiana? Studied. Got it. Studied his ass off. It's a phenomenal story. Uh, right now, like a comfort movie, like the new Elvis movie. Oh, God. Uh, I still haven't seen that. Zach. I've heard it's very good. Uh, didn't that guy win an award? I hope so. Or he was nominated for Best Actor, I think. Oh, he was fun. Like, I refuse to watch it because of York, actually. Uh, no, it's good. Like, it, 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 returned, it like, turned me into an Elvis fan. Like, my grandparents were obsessed with Elvis. Like there's Elvis everything. Every Christmas yeah. I would get my grandmother a new like I've said this before, like get her a new Christmas Elvis C D. Just a different cover. Different order of songs. Same shit. Like he's not coming out with new same stuff. shit, different day. He's not Tupac, you know. He's not coming out with new shit. But like here's the thing, you, you ruined that for me though when you started seeing Elvis and Casa that one night. Oh, Oh boy. Um it, when I when I oh, it too. I got another comfort movie. The big short. Oh. I, I feel like you have to pay too much attention to that movie for it to be a comfort movie. No, uh, uh, Ariana Ariana Grande explains everything. Yeah. Ariana. No, Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say same thing there, but like that would have been actually kind of mm. like, no, the best person. Margot Robbie was the best person to be in that movie. Yeah, You're when she gets done, she's Street. like, "Now piss off." No, same. Also, <laughs> would recommend what Wolf Wall Street. Yeah, that's a that's a marathon of a movie. Um, 
Probably the wildest thing was that after we bought our first house, we went and saw the big short in theaters. <laughs> we, left, we left and we were like, what have we done? So Son didn't we bitch. see that? Did we go see that in Virginia or Baltimore? No, we saw that in uh, uh, Towson. Towson, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Speaking of Baltimore, have you seen We Own This City yet, Joe? I still haven't watched it. I'm, I'm watching television shows. I haven't watched it yet. How John Bernthal didn't win an award for that is beyond me. Which you want to talk about one of the modern day goats. He's the man. I like him in two things. That's it. Punisher? Yeah. Punisher's awesome. He was the perfect Punisher. The perfect Punisher. When he would get when he would get angry. <laughs> just rage on people. His podcast is awesome. What what's your other are you gonna say Walking Dead? Yeah, that was the other one. <laughs> his character was that's perfect for his character. I mean he was great. I don't think it's too far fetched to say that the show went downhill when he left. It, oh, Will Barton looks like he's a raptor. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I mean he was great in Four vs. Ferrari. That's another good movie. I don't know what it was. Um all right, what else on the docket here before we close up? Um Oh, sandwich. Let's close on. We've done a lot of food, but let's close on sandwiches. Because I had some psychopaths trying to tell me that Subway is still good this week. And that's just insane to say out loud. If you want Subway, like we must love bread and hate meat. It's not even bread. That's why they, they redid their yoga mats. Now, I will say, I'll give it to Subway. They are paying out the ass for on-air talent for their commercials. Yeah. But what's your... We'll, we'll do another round robin here. Go-to go sandwich spot. Joe, you go first. Uh, I would say now that I'm back here, if I had to, if I could just pick my favorite sandwich spot, it'd be Fino's. Mmm. Fino's is good. Shout out to the homie, Kelly English. Yes. But Fino's is phenomenal. Now I would say like living in different areas. I mean, there were, I mean, there's plenty, but I mean, being back here, Fino's in terms of like Memphis, like sandwich shops is pretty fucking good. Don't sleep on their pizza either. You know, I've actually never had their pizza. It's very good. I've always gotten like sandwiches from there. Um, York doesn't look like he's jumping in. So I'm going to, jump in here it's kind of regional it's not everywhere i love lenny's lenny's is solid this is good man just a chicken philly some pepper relish lights out i thought you'd throw out like uh rest in peace like deli news or something oh god <laughs> oh dude Go ahead and take this number one, which should have been a unanimous number one. I paid the light bill at Daily News back in the day. (laughs) What What are you going for? We're going with... Subway. No. The Half Show Monte Cristo. Oh, 
<laughs> Way to go, a, Joe, you idiot. It's not a sandwich shop. It is bullshit. I didn't say it was a sandwich shop. What's it? I mean, so, oh, I mean, I mean like, but, but is, is Half Shell a sandwich shop? You can get all kinds of po' boys there. Oh, it, it, you can get a Monte Cristo. They have a club, I think you can get. Like, there you talk is about, a, you talk about something hitting different, man, getting off your shift at Dick's. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Going draft, over there, draft beer, draft beer at Half Shell. <laughs> they Follow still, it. they still have Fat Tire there. Next thing you know, it's midnight, and it's we got one of our God. One, one person saying we're getting, we're getting four Corona Reds. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd go, I'd Half go to Shell. Half Shell after looking at feet all day. I'm like, <laughs> give me two beers right now, and a club sandwich. Half shell, half shell in Winchester. Loki the goat half shell. It's 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 better. It's a lot better than um, yeah. Mount Moriah, yeah. Benton Hall, whatever you want to call it. Meanwhile, if any like older Memphis people are listening to this for any reason, like we're gonna get murdered off of saying that. Mm. But yeah, um, I'd probably. Well, since we opened the door with like actual establishments that are not just like strictly sandwiches. Um, Speaking of clubs, uh, the Huey's Club is Hall of Fame. Good club. Good club. Uh, It's so good. Um, Do you guys dabble with Potbelly? Yeah, I've seen it, but I've never been. Mentioned it earlier. I think it's a better Quiznos. And I do think Quiznos has fallen off. I don't know why. I, I, I don't see them. I don't know where they're at. Yeah, they're hard to find now. They're but, in airports, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Potbelly is is outstanding. Their Italian is it's so good. good. And what, oh. the, what the one they call is in like the wreck or something. The wreck, yeah. The wreck's really good. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, their shakes are really good. I never had it until I lived in Chicago, and then uh, came here, and they got one here now. It's that's uh, randomly where I got like. It was across the street when I was <clears throat> club champion because I've had eight jobs in the past year. It was across the street from where we trained at, and we just walk over there every day and get lunch. So good. Um, I don't know if York's going to say it, but I got to throw it out because it's a pretty legendary in the sandwich game. Jersey Mike's, come on. Oh, you can't beat it. I have a. I have a sore spot with Jersey Mike's. Wow. All right. So we took the kids there one time early on. They opened up an olive branch and I go there and I get a club. And usually anywhere I get a sandwich, I can go there and say, hey, um, can I get this hot? Get it toasted? Is what it is. Like Firehouse. Like I love Firehouse. It's great chain. So I'm not, so I'm not going to name it. But. You go there, and he goes, oh, no, we don't do that. I said, well, you do you do, you do a meatball marinara. Steam that. Like, why? you can't do this one? He goes, no, we, we don't do it with those. We don't heat those. I said, okay, all right, appreciate it. I like that. Holding the company line. Yeah, fuck that. So then I go sit down, and then I'm sitting there. It's, it's just us sitting at this one booth, and then there's two, you know, it's, it's Jersey Mike, so there's two, like, I guess, teenage girls or whatever working the counter. And the manager's there. The manager like looks a lot like Clay Travis. So I had low expectations. And 
I'm sitting there and like they, they're just having fun because there's one customer in there who's already taken care of, which is us. And they're just talking to kind of laughing and stuff. And like he scalds them like in front of us, like loud enough to where it's like, get back to work. There's customers in here. There's no fun here. Like there's time to lean, time to clean type guy. And like I, I've never, ever, 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 ever like made a review or put a review or comment or anything like that. I did on this place because it like it rubbed me the wrong way. I hated that shit. Jersey Mike. I will never go back. And now the commercial, the guy's like, oh, we take care of this, take care of that. I want to be like, fuck you, dude. First off, that guy's Danny DeVito. Have some respect. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Come on. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Not that guy. (laughs) Go in there and ask for a rum ham. Um, wine in a can. <laughs> did y'all did y'all ever go to Jersey Subs in Germantown? Uh-uh. I never. I know what you're talking about. But I never went there. I was, was base, blimpy, I was more of a Blimpy's guy. Blimpy. Jersey Subs was like a mom and pop Jersey Mike's, and it was really good. It actually was took the place of a Jersey Mike's that was there, and I knew I played football with a guy in high school that worked at that Jersey Mike's. And we would go there and get free sandwiches all the time. This this just made me hungry. Like I'm already pre-planning my lunch for tomorrow. So um Italian Rebel has a turkey. Dude. The muffalata is delicious. So, Where is that? So it's right there at um Winchester. It's right, it's right at the Hill Ford Ranch. Funeral Home, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Between the McDonald's and the Ford Funeral Home. Yeah. If it's, it's they got a good muffle out of there. Oh where is where is that? It's just it's a place they're open from eleven to two every day. They do a ton of catering though. Yeah, they do a ton of catering, but they like they're open. They have pizza. They have it's a family. They all work there, and they run the place from eleven to two. And they were they had a big write up in Garden and Gun like a few months ago. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I mean there's yeah. it's it's a it's a perfect like it's a turkey sandwich with uh, Swiss cheese, lettuce, and mayonnaise. Yeah, and then they give you this house salad with like a tomato basil. It is Ooh. fucking delicious. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. Oh, so this is like old Hickory Hills area. Yeah, that's got it's like Bally's. Italian. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right next to Uncle Lou's, which we'll, ad- well I think we already addressed. Yeah, yeah, we addressed. All right. Like I said, I'm just I'm planning my planning my lunch for tomorrow already. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Before we, we close out, obviously, um, y'all playing golf this weekend? I'm working this weekend at the golf course. Do you get to play golf like while you're working? What? Do, I mean, do you get to play at all? I mean, while you're working, I don't know if you're giving lessons or not. Oh, no, not yet. Okay. I just didn't know. Like, I, I figured you probably have to take two pairs of socks just in case you get a hole in one. Oh. I'm just I'm, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. I've heard that joke about pants. Some yes. guy made that joke about how he wears he brings two pair of pants in case he gets a hole in one. What is he gonna do? Fucking fall and skid his knees? You're gonna hit a putt and then fucking do a knee skid? Just, power, just hit a power slide on the green. I'm so angry. <laughs> just so angry. Yeah, I, I played golf yesterday. 
and then now the weather is shit. Yeah, it is shit. And I've already got the message from the school where they're monitoring the weather. So oh, they will buy those schools for anything. Goodbye to getting any work done tomorrow. Yeah, no shit. Well, oh. Godspeed, gentlemen. Zach, close this out. All right. Um, it, we can do this really quick before we close. The cyber truck was on the docket, but that thing looks fucking stupid. Yeah, it's shitty. Buy a buy a Ford um, Maverick or whatever. Why would you get a truck that's not functional? Yeah, buy a Ford Maverick. You're good. Like you have a truck because you need it for like the utility. Or buy like York's truck. Get an S10. Can't afford it. <laughs> All right. Rad Dad, we, do we we covered everything? Oh, we, we did. did. We did. Fucking the killer. We, we pretty much we pretty much licked the whole docket. We got a couple asterisks here Ast- because asterisks asterisks um like saying Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Um, we need we need Joe to get on the uh get on the Fast and Furious. We gotta we gotta recap. Um, I'll do some homework. Yeah, four days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rad Dad Thursday episode. Oh shit, uh, parlay. Oh fuck! Okay, real Ooh. quick. Hold on, let me pull this up. No, no, no! I got to check it. I don't see a line, but there's one game that I will probably have to take the points because I don't see a line yet. Um, Texas A&M plus the points. Who are they playing? Alabama at home. What's the? I don't, there's nothing. There's not a line yet. Oh God! Right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a straight up one again. That's a tough pick, York, because you know Alabama's. Because you know Alabama's been killing it lately. I understand that, but it's they're locked up, and Texas A&M's at home. Mine's just take take Texas straight up against Kansas. Oh, even with the league title off the table now, Texas straight up. You think Kansas is gonna you know let off the gas a little bit? Just I just I called it last week, and York calls himself money about listening to him about Indiana. So I took a parlay yesterday, a three-team parlay. I took Grizzlies money line, Bama money line, and Texas almost money line, but I took them plus three. <laughs> Bama, I was worried about. They won it in overtime. Texas, it was three minutes left. They were down by five. I was like, fuck. I fell asleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and was scared to look at my phone. I, just, I didn't want to see. So it was risk 50. But like, without losing 50, I won 85 bucks. They lost like two. Um, yeah, probably not great odds here. But just for the sake of the parlay, um, just Missouri. Over Straight points. Uh, just money line. Gotcha. Another good one. Auburn at home against Tennessee. No, there can only be three. I'm just saying, if, if there's, a, there's a sneaker pick, like if Auburn home against Tennessee, they'll probably be favored. If I'm being honest, because the point runs out for the season. But the but the actual bet is Texas A&M points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texas straight. Missouri straight. Yeah. Classic old school Big 12 parlay. 
I like it. I feel good about that. Missouri's a tournament team. They got to boost the resume, even though they're playing a terrible Ole Miss team. But oh, I don't think Ole Miss can muster up anything for the last game of the year. We're just I think, I think money, folks. Yeah, I think Missouri's just better anyway. But if we win this one, we charge. Oh, Patreon subscription fee. Patreon. All right, that's going to do it for the Rad Dad. We'll be back next week. Um, Yeah, gentlemen, uh, I don't know. Weather might get a little hairy here. Stay safe out there. And, um, yeah, just uh, be vigilant with your your Rad Dadness. So for Joe, for York, I'm Zach. Talk to you next week. Until then, we out.